Welcome to the Main Street to the World podcast, your passport to boundless travel inspiration and adventure. Brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel, our podcast takes you on an exhilarating journey through a world of destinations and experiences. From the enchantment of Disney destinations and the thrills of Universal Studios parks and resorts, to the elegance of luxury travel and the tranquility of all-inclusive beach resorts. We delve into the diverse realms of travel. Join us as we explore the globe, sharing insights on theme park vacations, cruising, destination weddings, family travel, special needs travel, and so much more. Let your wanderlust be ignited and your horizons expanded as we unlock the treasures of travel together. And the hosts of the podcast are... Hi everyone, I'm April. I'm one of the owners of Coasters and Castles Travel and I love talking with you every week to tell you about our travel experiences and our opinions and recommendations. And I'm the proud mom of two kids that uh, love to travel with me. And hey everybody, I'm Whitney Maddox. Um, I have been a travel advisor with Coasters and Castles for seven years now. And um, I'm a homeschooling mom of two girls, so I always love to incorporate all that when we are in our travels. And we try to get down to Disney and other places every few months here and uh, keep all the good content coming to you so we can keep you updated on everything going on. And I'm Lynn. I'm the other owner of Coasts and Castles Travel. And I'm uh, kind of taking over the travel bug from my dad. My dad loved to travel. And never expected to be doing this in my life but this is where my path has has brought me we are you know exploring the world at this point now we started with areas we knew and checking out new destinations all the time and and happy to share that welcome back to the main street to the world podcast uh we do want to thank you for those likes shares and subscriptions and don't forgive us to forget to give us that great five-star rating on apple podcasts So we are excited today to bring in two Coasters and Castles travel vacation specialists. We have Chrissy Legrano-Weinstein. Hi. And we have Robin Wright. Hello. And they had the the pleasure of going on a Disney cruise line probably not even a month ago. Um, So they're going to share with us their experience. Um, So April, what questions do you have for them first? I think one of the biggest questions that people have is what did you have to do to get on the ship? Because right now things are still a little kind of odd and different because of COVID. So what did you have to do? Um, So for us, um, it was kind of interesting to follow along the process. Um, We, since we had never done it uh, and we were kind of all on that new learning curve um, as adults, we did not need to, take a COVID test before um, the the trip. Um, we are we were required to have a vaccination. Um, 30 days before you travel, you can choose your uh, onboard experiences and port adventures and, and all that fun stuff. And then 15 days before your trip, um, you need to go to Disney Cruise Line sends you a link for the, it's the Safe Passage website. And that's where you upload all of your COVID information, your vaccination status, your um, all of all of that information. Um, And it was really Robin and I, thank goodness we did it together because we were every day. Did you get anything back yet? Did you get anything back yet? Um, And it it was definitely um, uh, for me, it was super stressful because we didn't get things back until a couple of days before we sailed that we were clear to arrive. Um, Robin, do you, were you as stressed as I was? (laughs) (laughs) It was very easy to upload. You pretty much just upload your vaccine card, um, dates. I mean, it was very self-explanatory, but we had been seeing on different pages and stuff, people saying that they were backed up. So we did, we were, patiently waiting and I think I got mine with like four days before we traveled so it was it was kind of stressful but knowing that other people were saying they were backed up made it a whole lot easier (laughs) right we we had joined um a group on you know for our upcoming sailing date 
And it was great because we were able to watch and follow along with everybody else that was traveling. Um, I had the amazing pleasure of sailing back to back. Uh, so the, our, my first sailing, I had sailed with my um, adult age daughter and Robin and her cousin. Um, but the second sailing, my husband and my son were joining us and my son is 11. That safe passage process was a little different um, because he did have to be COVID tested. So we were not, we did not get the clear to arrive at port until the day before embarkation for that second sailing. Wow. Um, because he, we needed to upload his negative COVID test. Um, so, and that does seem to be the norm in the process is that it is, um, you're getting your approvals to arrive to port a little closer to embarkation day than I think most people had expected. Um, you also have to do your online check-in. Uh, online check-in was actually a super easy process um, where you upload your, whether you're traveling with um, a passport, as I know myself as a travel advisor and most travel advisors recommend whether or not, um, you know, wherever you're traveling that you do bring your passport. Um, but if you happen to be traveling with a driver's license and a birth certificate on a closed loop sailing, um, we have to upload all of that information. You have to upload a selfie picture so that they can um, identify you. And all of that gets done um, directly through the Disney Cruise Line site. Um, and Robin, did you find that as seamless as I did? It was very easy, but I made sure I did mine with a white background. And my cousin and I made her come over with great lighting, took a picture. And so ours was very, very easy. Yes. Um, and we did have the same kind of delay, though, with Disney Cruise Line check-in as we did with the Safe Passage. It, you seem to not get your, or at least I didn't get my um, check-in complete notification until after my Safe Passage was approved. Yes. And we traveled, we got on the ship on Halloween. And so I think since it was the second sailing on the Magic, I think mm -hmm. that had a little bit to do with, you know, them being a little behind. Yes. And we, it turns out that we, over the, the first four or five sailings, um, the sailing that, that we traveled, uh, the four night, um, Halloween on the high seas that embarked on, on Halloween, um, actually ended up having about 920 people guests on board. Um, and that was actually significantly higher than the sailing that had traveled previously. So I think that was kind of a big step in, um, the delay of getting everybody kind of taken care of. Interesting. It, it was definitely um, a new process. I was, I'm really glad we did it because um, it, it really kind of helped us to see and prepare clients for don't stress because yes. you may not get your approval right away. <laughs> um, right. Because that was something that, I mean, I would have been calling DCL every few days if, I had a client traveling on Disney Cruise Line before I did. Um, are you sure this is okay? Are you sure this is okay? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I was very, very glad we did that first. Good. And now, how did it go as far as being able to choose your embarkation time? And once you got to the port, um, were you able to go right in? And how did that go in order to get onto the ship? It was super easy. I did mine online. Um, because I had booked mine before Chrissy had booked hers and we got a 1130 port arrival time and Chrissy booked hers even after that. And I think she got like an 1145. Mm -hmm. oh, and wow. so when we got there a little bit early and they were waiting outside, they walked up, you showed them your time and they just shooed you right through. It was very, very I did find it interesting. It was so easy to get in, but I found it interesting that when I got there at 1145, um, there were, I'm sure Robin, because you were earlier than me, there wasn't as many people. But when I had gotten there, there were people waiting outside of the terminal and Disney was very, very good about not allowing people in before their port arrival time. If you arrived yes. after that set time, you could go in whenever. 
but before that port arrival time, they were not letting you in to go through security before your arrival time. No, they were not. They were turning you away. It was based on what time you had. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Now, when you uh, went through the process of getting into the, the, the terminal, did you have to show your vaccine card at that point as well? No, I never had to mine. upload loyal. No, no, I brought mine just to be on the safe side in case we did need it. Um, but I never took it out of my wallet. No. Yeah, we had to for yeah. Royal. Um, we were for Royal. We were we had to upload it to the same type of site, type of thing, and then um, so they had it. But then we also still had to show it physically when we got to the port. Oh, that's interesting. We had um, when we went in. We sailed out of Port of Miami, so it was a little different than the Port Canaveral Disney Terminal. Yeah. Um, but when we went in, we went through security, um, and then you were immediately, once you went through security, you were immediately put in line for the COVID testing, the airport yeah. COVID testing. Oh, see, so we didn't have to even, do that. Yeah, even that was super seamless, I felt we, like, Robin. Yeah, we it had was to do ours ahead easy, of time. And they also let you do your own they COVID test. So. Because I had clients yeah. that asked me, hey, you know, does someone do it? I said, no, you do it yourself. It was, it didn't take five minutes. And then they sent you to a yeah, holding area. And we waited about 45 to 50 minutes. But I was one of the first groups. And so it was pretty crowded by the time I got there. I mean, it was maybe half full. And people were coming in very steadily after that. Yes, I found that uh, we, Kate, my daughter and I were in a separate waiting room than Robin in the holding area uh, because she had gone through first. And they seem to separate you so that you're going to the check-in and and being passed through um, when you get your all clear uh, in waves. So as one holding area was able to empty out, the next round of port arrivals were coming in. Um, so it really was a super, it was super easy. Um, they had monitors all over the holding rooms, um, where you would see your reservation number and it would either say, uh, terminal or it would be blank while you were waiting. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. terminal would pop up or consult would pop up. If consult popped up, that was your indication that you would either have to COVID test again, that there was something wrong with the the test or, or that you were not going to be able to board. Um, and you'd have to go speak to the medical team there. Oh, that's fun. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. <laughs> the whole world knowing that you need a, you have a problem with your COVID test and everyone's well, near the you. Thing was, it was all just reservation number. So you had no idea who was what. Um, and then you'd also get an email and you'd get, you know, our alert went off um, my phone when the email popped through. So we had actually gotten our, my daughter had gotten her email before me and then I was able to pop onto the safe passage website and I saw my all clear that way as opposed to standing around the monitor waiting. Hmm. I got mine through an email. Okay. But we just kind of started watching people get up and started checking our emails and all of a sudden there it was. Yeah. Yeah. And how long were you in the holding area? About 45, maybe 50 minutes. Oh, wow. But we we were the first group. Yes. Our test didn't take 45 minutes to come back. We were about 35, 40 minutes. Um, and then we were pushed through to the terminal. Wow, yeah, we were some time. of the first bunch. So I think there was quite a bit in my group. Yeah. So you got on the ship by like, what, about 1230 or so if you got there for 1130? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was yes. on the ship just before one o'clock. It went very fast. Yeah, it doesn't sound fast to me. Do they have <laughs> chairs or anything in the holding area? Or do oh, you yeah, have to stand? It, it's like an airport. There were chairs. Okay. I mean, it was kind of uh, like an airport area with chairs everywhere. Yeah, it was like you were waiting at the gate. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, right, I'm just thinking of also, trying to stand there. <laughs> right. They do also have, if you're in a concierge stateroom, um, for the check-in, like once you're sent to the terminal... They do have a separate check-in area for concierge staterooms as opposed to the mass, uh, the larger area for standard staterooms. Um, the concierge had their own area to go to. Uh, mm-hmm. So they were processed definitely faster than the standard stateroom. Sure. Okay. It's still, I mean, I think of Canaveral because there's not a lot of places to sit in Canaveral. So unless they bring chairs out, that's going to be interesting. 
Today's Main Street to the World episode is proudly brought to you by Coasters and Castles Travel. Ready to bring your travel dreams to life? Look no further. Coasters and Castles Travel is your ultimate full-service agency, specializing in a wide range of travel experiences. From Disney destinations and Universal Studios parks and resorts, to cruises, ocean, river, expedition, and luxury. All-inclusive resort vacations, luxury escapes, European adventures, destination weddings, group travel, special needs travel, adult-only getaways, and of course, family adventures. Our team of expert travel advisors is here to craft the perfect journey for you. Whether you're seeking thrilling theme park experiences or luxurious cruises, every detail will be tailored to perfection. And if the world of travel planning beckons you, Coasters and Castles Travel is currently welcoming applications for travel advisors. For more details, explore www.travelcnc.com or reach out via email at info at travelcnc.com. Now let's dive back into the excitement. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see, I, Robin and I were talking, kind of checking into where we can cruise next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would be very interested to see how they um, rearranged their terminal at Port Canaveral. Well, hopefully this won't be going on for too many more months that you won't need a lot of rearranging, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did, Robin. I don't, I don't think we ever talked about this on the boat, Robin. Um, I absolutely loved, I mean, I love when you walk in and they announce you by family in the lobby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But I absolutely love that when you walked in and they announced you, the cast members brought you to a little spot in the lobby and they had a little welcome dance show with Mickey and Minnie. Yes. Oh, in the lobby. that's good. And they only had six or eight families and then they'd close the doors and the next group of families would have to wait to come on board. Um, but Mickey and Minnie did their own little dancing and welcome on board. And um, I absolutely loved that. Yes, that's a great idea. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I did miss the sail away party, um, but that was fabulous to have. And did they take your picture before you got on board like before? Yes, they did. Or did they have? Okay, good. Yes. I've actually never done a sail away party because the first year it was raining. And so they brought it inside. So nobody okay. wanted to be in that big atrium with a thousand other people. And this is well before COVID. Right. And then. Uh, the second time, um, we were we actually were having a a, a massage. <laughs> it was just that to so. see Mickey at Minnie again. It was a fun little dance, a little sing along. It, it was just nice to be able to be in the Disney bubble again. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I was going to ask you how it felt to walk back on board ship again. It was great. I almost and- cried. <laughs> <laughs> And with it being Halloween, it was so much fun because so many people were dressed up or had Halloween outfits on, ears on. It's like you could tell everybody was glad to be back. Oh, that's awesome. And I think the cast members were as excited, if not more excited than the guests to be back. Yeah, it was was so much fun. Um, I loved just walking on that boat and knowing that, you know, Disney Cruise Line was back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get and, that. I mean, just being on a cruise ship again is just that huge feeling. Absolutely. One of my Absolutely. favorite about the whole cruise, of course, you know me, it's the pictures. So I got the picture package and I was dang sure going to get my money's worth because it is a little pricey. But 126 pictures later, I achieved what I wanted to, but they had so many photo options. Every so night, many different spots for pictures. So many. It was so much fun. I do have to say, I found, um, even doing both sailings, I found the Navigator app um, to be extremely helpful. I absolutely miss the paper Navigator. 
I liked looking at everything at the same time. Like I was just a, I'm old school paper like that. Um, but the online navigator really was super easy to, to, um, go through and follow, but they had so many more picture options, entertainment options. Um, we had the Broadway shows at night. The characters were everywhere. And that was, I didn't expect that to be honest, but you could not walk through that main center area, decks three and four without characters out at any point of the day yes it was great yeah it was great um we we also did love um the disney magic this was the first time robin and i had sailed on uh the disney magic and while i love the dream um just the entertainment during dinner on the magic was fabulous uh you know you i felt like we were entertained the whole the whole sailing yes they improvised a lot at supper, um, and that was kind of nice because you weren't just sitting there. It was a show every night yeah. while you ate. Animator's Palette was and so what much were the fun. Shows? What were, what at Animator's Palette, you drew a character. So fun. So cute. And your character got to dance on the screen. You got to see your name up there. It was, it was just, it's so cute. Aww. That was so much fun. And then um, because... Tangled is the main theme of the magic. Um, at Rapunzel's royal table, we had uh, we actually for the the sailing that Robin and I were on, we were uh, two nights at Rapunzel, and the first night was actually the the Rapunzel um, at the Lucky Duckling, or the and it was so cute. So and they cute. had them come in, and um, it was adorable. And then they do a lantern show. It really was. Oh, wow. So on point, on theme, mm-hmm. um, that I am sad we don't have a Rapunzel's restaurant everywhere I go. And they danced wow. through the aisles, so they came close to pretty much every table. So it's yeah. not like if you were at a table a little further from the main stage, they called, that you couldn't see. So that was really nice because you would look up and here they come dancing by. Wow. Now, did you find that they were still kind of social distanced or did it seem normal? It seems normal. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, because I had never done the dinner shows before, they were definitely, I was not uncomfortable. I'll put it that way. They weren't on top of you. Um, So if, you know, social distancing is a concern, they were totally not on top of you. Right. But they were able to be close enough that you could have the lantern near your table or um, as in um, Lumiere's, it was the Fab Five came out and did a dance and that was super fun. So fun. Um, But when they came through, it was great because they would come up the main center aisle and then spread out and walk around the, the restaurant and then they would come back, come back up the center aisle and the characters that went right would now go left. And the characters that had gone left first now went right. So you really were able to see absolutely everything. Wow. Now, I like that better because on the dream, I mean, there weren't any characters in the meals. It was nice nice to have a show that entertained you at supper. Yeah. I would love that. It was fun. Yeah. And then on pirate night, since they didn't have the pirate show, they had it at supper. And so they had, okay. you know, the pirates come by your table and did a little dance and song. And it was just so much fun. It really was. Did they shoot off the fireworks for Pirate Night? Yes. So, yes. So for um, Pirate Night, they do shoot off the fireworks. Um, for us on the second sailing, though, uh, our weather forecast for Pirate Night was supposed to be rainy and windy. So they did the fireworks on the second night as opposed to the third night. Oh, okay. So they do kind of change that up. And another thing that I found really, really interesting um, was, again, being able to be on both. I was kind of able to compare and contrast experiences. And they really tailor the navigator now Mm -hmm. to the sailing guest demographic. Um, Interesting. When we were on the, the Halloween sailing, there was only one... 1820 society gathering and it was like just an ice cream you know social whatever and for anybody that doesn't know 1820 it's Mm -hmm. kind of those you know teens and and young adults who don't really fit to go to a teen club and they can't go to the 
um, the adult bars because they're not 21 yet. Um, and clearly there were not a lot of um, guests between the ages of 18 and 20 on the first sailing. Mm-hmm. On the second sailing, they had at least two 1820 society gatherings a day. So it was really interesting that they really took the time to match the offerings that they had to the guest demographic. That's great. And you don't get paper navigators anymore. It's only through the app. Through that. Right. Only through the app. Yeah, that's a bummer. That I love my paper. It was really nice, though, because you could favorite what you wanted and... Uh-huh. There were characters, like we said, everywhere. So you may see Mickey dressed in four different outfits. <laughs> oh, wow. So you could kind of pick and choose. But I like that it reminded you because we tend to forget. And if you had trivia, if you had, you know, any kind of activity, you were getting a reminder. So yeah. that was really nice. See, I've never been able to get the Navigator app to work for me because once I'm off of when I'm on um, airplane mode, none of it moves. None of it works for me. I will say I found, and I don't know whether it's because there were less people pulling at the Wi-Fi because we had so many mm. fewer guests. I found the um, the ship Wi-Fi to be significantly better this trip than <laughs> I'd ever had the ship Wi-Fi before. Yeah, I always had to buy it in order to have anything work. I did too. And it was great because we were able to communicate and I'd go sit and read a book somewhere and Robin would go take her pictures and <laughs> it would be, Hey, you want to meet for trivia in an hour? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it, it really was. It was fabulous. And it was nice because like in the morning we would kind of be talking as we were getting ready and it's like, okay, what's our plan for today? Well, we need to hit this or we need to hit this. And so there was a lot of stuff to choose from. We did a lot of fun stuff. I've got to tell you one of my, one of the best things on there, it was songs forever after. And she was amazing. She played mother Gothel in the tangled, the musical. And she came out okay. and sang for about 30 minutes and sang a few songs. And she was fabulous. She was phenomenal. Um, she was Mother Gothel um, on the, in the Tangled show on the ship. But she was also the original Ursula um, on Broadway at the little, for The Little Mermaid. Oh, wow. Um, so she really, I mean, she brought her A game. It was, that was without a doubt the best half hour on the ship. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did, what they did was they did The Tangled, The Two Nights, and then Disney Dreams, which I have to tell you was a phenomenal show. So great. Um, But she, on the nights that they they showed Disney Dreams in the theater, um, she went and would do the songs Forever After in Fathoms in one of the bar areas. And it was open to everyone because it was a family-friendly event, and Mm -hmm. it it was phenomenal. It was, that's the best best thing we saw. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, We were super excited to get back to Castaway Key. I just love it there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, did you notice anything different or any changes, you know, because of COVID? No, Castaway really, I I felt like it was pretty much a, I mean, you say typical Castaway day. Uh There's no such thing as a typical Castaway day, but, um. I felt like it was pretty, you know, pretty much the same as pre-COVID. You were, you know, you had your your chairs, the lounge chairs, the smaller, the regular seat chairs that you could bring to the water at Serenity Bay. Um, they were still booking cabanas. Uh, so there were families and, and adults only with cabanas. Um, they did have Pelican Plunge open. There really was a lot going on. It was great. Awesome. It was nice. Uh, Elizabeth and I got off the ship before Chrissy did, and we decided we were going to walk because, of course, you know me, I wanted to see characters and take pictures. And there were (laughs) several, several photo ops. One of my favorites was Pluto and Goofy were kind of behind, and they were building a sandcastle. So they Mm -hmm. had a shovel and buckets and were very cute. And they would pose with you for selfies. So that was fun. And then they had Mickey come by in a Jeep with music on and he was dancing. And then he went and parked. That Jeep was so adorable. So cute. (laughs) And then as we were walking, we got to see Chip and Dale pull up in a Jeep. And 
they were dancing and having a good time. So there were a lot of photo ops. That was fun. And lots of characters. Yeah. Wow. Now we did try scuba diving. Um, I would say that is not not for me. Scuba diving or snorkeling? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I like, you don't just try scuba diving. (laughs) Cut that out. (laughs) We tried snorkeling. It was not my thing. Okay. Little did I know the the poor little guy that was trying to tell us what to do. I don't think he knew a whole lot. So as I'm paddling out there trying to get to one of the buoys that has the statues underneath, Mm -hmm. they put some little stands out with lifeguards ever so often now, which was new since 2018, since I had been there. So there was a lifeguard station and she's like, ma'am, do you need help? And I was like, do I look like I need help? (laughs) and so as i'm just like paddling my lord out she's like if you'll come a little further she's like you can probably touch well 20 foot away i could have walked so then i was like why didn't this guy tell us so he's probably up there cracking up at us because we had no idea so i have my little gopro i'm trying to take pictures and video to say the least, we saw two statues, and that was enough for me. Then it was time to go get a drink oh. and sit in the water. But it was a fun experience. I just can't say I'll try it again. Okay, leave that leave that one to me. That's a snorkeler. But I, I, I wish I saw the fish, though. I know when I did it with Norwegian, they had something similar. They had the... Um, the underwater statues, but there really wasn't much there. It was kind of like, okay, this is a letdown because I'm not seeing the fish. We you did know? see a I few fish, fish, but it was funny because when we went and set our chairs like in the water and we're having us a drink because <laughs> we were exhausted from doing that, there were fish. <laughs> I mean, there were multiple fish by our chairs. Yeah. I said, we saw more fish by the chairs than we did snorkeling. Wow. But it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I may or may not try it again. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a swimmer, so that's good for me. That's the one activity I can actually do. Yeah, I'm um, not. <laughs> that was a lot of work. I do want to actually go back to your first day on the ship and ask you, and and maybe you already said it and I missed it and I apologize if that's the case, um, but how did they do muster? Oh, it was so Oh, that was fabulous. So on your app, they gave you your letter. You had to go mm-hmm. up. To the dot to the deck, scan the little QR code, and you could either watch the video then or watch it on your TV. And it was maybe okay. five minutes, and you were done. Okay. And once yeah, you checked in, you were clear. You were done. That was similar to Royal. You you would watch the video first, either on the app or uh, on the TV. Certify you you watched it. It wouldn't even let you go to the next spot. Even when you were on the TV, it wouldn't let you go to the next dot spot right. unless it recognized you watched the whole thing. And then you would um, go down there and just scan your thing. And you had to do it by a certain time period. Yes. Yeah, um, you had to do it by 5 o'clock for us. The one thing – oh, Robin, we forgot this part. Um, right after the show when you embarked on the ship, um, instead of the show and then everybody just disperses through the lobby to go eat at Cabanas or Lumiere's or wherever – um, they took you in the small group that you were in, in the lobby to one of the, um, adult only bar areas where mm-hmm. they had cast members working with you to set up your navigator app. Oh, nice. So it was really great that they would, they stood there and there was a whole, you know, how to, um, video on the, on the screens. Um, but there were cast members throughout the whole area. Um, answering questions and helping you make sure that your cellular data was off for different apps and that you were on airplane mode and um, that you had turned on the Wi-Fi, um, turned on the Wi-Fi at specific, you know, in the specific way to make sure that you had the navigator app. So I really enjoyed knowing that I had that kind of comfort of them helping me out. It was nice. So do we know what they're doing? To show you. Yeah. yeah. Do we know what they're doing for people who don't have smartphones? I was going to ask. Um, no, we don't. Uh, everybody that was on there had a smartphone. And if they didn't, somebody in their party did. Yeah, because I picture maybe a grandparents that may not, you know, 
be up with the technology. Like my mother-in-law, she has a flip phone. I don't think she's ever used it. Um, I even when I've tried yeah, to call on it, she keeps it off. It's like, okay, that doesn't be any good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really did. I had such a better navigator experience this time. Yes, it was, it was so easy. That'd and, be a new thing to ask them at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And in the rooms, I know before they used to have a wave phone that you could use to communicate the two phones in each room. Do they still have that or is that They do gone? not. They okay. are gone. Wave phones are gone. Uh, and the communication between guests is all done on um, yeah. the Navigator app. Um, that's the one thing um, my 11-year-old, um, when I was actually super glad I did this because I was able to then figure out how when you travel with kids, it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, but having him on there when, because Katie and I had done a back to back, we were on the second sailing relatively early and they allowed us on the ship and we had to get off and COVID test, go back on. Um, and we were on the ship well before my husband and son were on. Um, so we were able to meet them in the lobby when they boarded and then they went to set up their apps when they set up, when Timmy set up his app, um, it sent me a message saying a child is requesting access to the navigator app. Give the child this code to enter in their app so that they can have access to the app and communicate with you. Oh, that's um, great. So he had his own name on his navigator app. And when he'd message, when he went to edge, he'd message me and say, you know, I'm going to get ice cream or I'm going to do whatever. And then I would see it come up as Tim and then um, his message. So it was great to know that he was in touch too. Mm -hmm. so, so kids really have to have their own cell phone then. They do need their own device, whether it's a phone or a tablet or an iPod, whatever. Um, having their own device, if they're old enough to kind of communicate and text back and forth, um, that's definitely something that they would be able to do. So now you touched on Edge. I wanted to ask you about the Kids Club and explain what mm -hmm. Edge is because a lot of people may not know. Uh, so Edge is the tween club. <laughs> um, it's the one that I stay out of. No. <laughs> um, so they have the three different levels of age, you know, ranges of clubs. Um, the Oceaneers Club and um, Lab are um, up until the age of 11 and then 11 to 14 or 11 mm -hmm. to 13 is edge. And then the teen is vibe. They go to vibe. Um, but that small you know, kind of tween age um, at, at 11, he could have gone to Oceaneer club and lab or edge. Um, but he chose to go to edge as opposed to the younger kids clubs. Well, you want to be with the big kids. Right. Right. As opposed to being top of the heap. Mm -hmm. He was mm -hmm. like, no, <laughs> um so yeah it, it, and I mean that they really cater to that age you know there's a juice bar there's um they can order their little smoothies and they've got game you know video games and all that kind of stuff for them uh and then they have all their activities you know dance parties and all that kind of stuff so it was great that they still had a lot of that going on um for edge and vibe you did not need a reservation for the Oceaneers Club, when you did your online check-in, mm -hmm. you did choose time that oh. your child would go. So that was something that I did find kind of hard because you didn't really know what was going to be going on during the day. Right. Because you're checking in 30 yeah. days before. Mm -hmm. um, so to say, you know, on embarkation day, I'm going to have them go at 430 and you'd have a two-hour window. That's great. And then the next day... Did I want him to go at, you know, 12 o'clock? Did I want him to go at three? I didn't know what was going to be going on. Um, so hmm. I did register him and have him um, reserved for one specific time during the day. And then when you're on board, you can reserve additional times if there is space available. Okay. So they just the get a two-hour window then at the end of that. Originally at check-in, yes, you get a wow. two-hour window. Okay. So they're not feeding the kids anymore because I know that used to always be a big point. Like parents could go to Palo they, while the kids stayed. They the kids will. Club. Oh, okay. They, they will. Yeah, food. they do have okay. meal times there. Okay. Um, but if you're not scheduled for that time and there's no room, you're out. 
you know, right. Um, Matt and I did do Palo, um, and that was a fabulous experience. Yeah, um, I definitely, we definitely need to talk about food. I know Lynn wanted to just pause for yeah, a second. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So we do need to do a, a message from our sponsor. Sure. So um, Coaches and Castles Travel is the sponsor for Main Street to the World, the blog and the podcast and the YouTube channel. And uh, we are, in, in um, full disclosure, owned by April and myself. Um, and we are a full-service travel agency. We focus currently on theme park, all-inclusive ocean and river cruising. And then in January, we'll be opening up destination weddings, luxury travel, and um, Europe. So we're super excited to get started with that. If you do want to reach out to one of our vacation specialists, uh, you can do so in several different ways. Uh, you can go to our website, which is www.travelcnc.com. And then if you go under the the information about our team, um, you can actually see all of our team members there, or at least those who have given us pictures. And then um, if you want to request a consultation, just click on the Get Started Planning Now, choose your vacation specialist from the list, and then there'll be some information that we'll ask you for, and then that will go directly to them, and they can reach back out to you. If you're not sure who you'd like to work with, just indicate on there that you want us to choose for you, and we'll go ahead and match you up. You can also email us at info at travelcnc.com. And you can give us a call on our toll-free number at 844-422-8785. Now we're going to go back to the show. Let's talk food. Yes. So food. I want to hear all about where you ate, what you ate, what you experienced, anything new, what was fun, how much ice cream you ate, or how much ice cream the kids ate. (laughs) Robin? (laughs) We did eat a lot. (laughs) We did. We, we made sure we were trying every location. Mm-hmm. Good. And I have to say, so my cousin has a gluten allergy, so she was kind of concerned, and they mm-hmm. were amazing. Every meal, they came over and checked with her, asked her, you know, told her the options they had, you know, what did she want. Then they asked where she was going to be having breakfast the next day so that they could get something for her there. They even made her Mickey waffles that were gluten-free. They brought her gluten-free bread every night that was really, really good. Um, Really good. So she had several options, which was very nice because, you know, she was saying there's so many places that you go that you don't have that many options. I mean, Robin, they made her a gluten-free donut. Yes. Oh, wow. Gluten-free cupcakes for her birthday. birthday. I mean, it was... It was nice, but we did. We had a fabulous waiter. Uh, she was great. And so she would yeah, say, she you know, well, why don't you just try this? Or, you know, oh, let's yeah. let's give you this. <laughs> and so we did not lack any food, that is for sure. And she really was great about, you know, if you said, if one of us had said, I, I want to do this dish but I want to try this part of something else. So mm-hmm. my daughter and I, we watch master chef and we were both Robin and, and Elizabeth were laughing at us because I was like, I've never seen fondant potato on a menu anywhere. What is a fondant potato? What is that? Well, it, it's really just a potato April. It was a real letdown, but oh. <laughs> the point. <laughs> it looks like um, it was out of a piping bag and then baked. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so like a twice baked um, potato. So, then. so it was a pretty. No, it was literally like a little cylinder. It was like they took a um, a tall cookie cutter and okay. shoved it down the potato, and that's how they steamed it or whatever. Okay. Um, but I had ordered a meal, and then I was like, "Oh, but do I get this because the fondant potatoes?" And Adana goes, "Well, why don't I just give you fondant potatoes?" So we were able to try bits and pieces of other dishes, which was so great because. We were picking and choosing from. <laughs> she was oh, probably God. so done with us. <laughs> um, but we really did, Robin. We tried a lot. Yes. And it was nice because, like, one night I got the steak meal, but I really wanted that um, oven crusted pork chop. And I said, you know, I don't know one of the two. And so she ended up bringing one anyway, just, just the single pork chop. So. 
I could have that too. So that was really nice. That is nice. And so, I really did. I found the food was phenomenal. It really I, was. It was really very good. Awesome. And and the kids were happy with what they found. I mean, I know your kids, they're not that picky, but. They were. And, and I mean, there were quite a few kids um, throughout the ship itself. And everybody seemed to really have a good time and, and enjoy the different offerings that they had. And, you know, Disney Cruise, they're always fabulous about if you want something that isn't on the menu or kind of mm-hmm. cooked a little differently, if, if they're able to, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we also did purposely try room service at multiple times of the day um, just because it was, you know, is it still running? Are they still offering mm-hmm. room service? Um, so the hours were definitely shortened. Um, there were some nights that they stopped room service at nine, some at 10, some at 11. Okay. At one point on the second sailing, they actually went till one in the morning one night and that was, you know, super late for them. Um, but even their room service was great. When we got back from Castaway, we were starving. So it's like, okay, let's try something. And so we got grilled cheese sandwiches, chicken fingers, French fries, <laughs> hot wings. The wings Ooh, were oh phenomenal. Um, yeah, you love those wings. Chip, I loved the wings. Chocolate chip cookies. The guy comes in with like seven trays <laughs> carrying them. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> and we didn't eat everything, but we tried everything. Well, I think that was, we were so funny because before we had gone, Robin and I were like, we need to make sure we are really experiencing every facet of this as guests. Right. Um, because we really did. We wanted to know how different it was. And I got to tell you, it was such a fabulous experience. I'd go back tomorrow. Oh, I'm ready to book again. And I have to say, mm-hmm. the last cruise I went was 2018 and we did a back-to-back on the Dream. And I enjoyed it. But I just didn't love it. And so I, it's funny because not a week before I had told Chrissy, I said, you know, I just don't know that I would want to cruise. I said, it's just not, not on my radar. And then when she called me and she mm-hmm. was like, um, I booked a cruise and I was like, oh, well, maybe I need to check into it. And I was blown away because mm-hmm. I had the best time. The food was fabulous. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm all about some pictures and characters. So that was great. Mm-hmm. There was not one bad thing about this cruise other than having to come home. That was the worst mm-hmm. part is getting <laughs> off that ship. That was the worst part. Because we were very lucky. The they weather was the gorgeous. Do what? They even had the magic shots. They did have oh, wow. magic shots. It was fun. They did. And, and you we need to explain what a magic shot is. Well. So it's the, when you take a picture, um, or when a Disney photo pass photographer takes a picture or in their case, um, shutters mm-hmm. on the Disney cruise line, um, there are certain circumstances that they can, um, add some extra magic to your picture when you see it. <laughs> so, um, for instance, we had taken a picture, they had a, a photo session in the middle of the afternoon at Rapunzel's Royal Table, where you could take a picture with the lantern. Um, and we took a picture with the lantern, and then they moved you in front of a screen, um, a, a background of all the lanterns flying in the air, and mm-hmm. told you to point at something on your head or something on your shoulder. And there's nothing there, obviously, because you're standing there. You you look really silly doing it. You know, you're pointing right. at your head going, oh, my goodness. And <laughs> so, <laughs> there's nothing there. Um, but when you get the picture back, Pascal is sitting on your head. Oh, they really, and they had magic shots all over the ship, which was super fun. Wow. I don't remember that before. They did. This is new post COVID. Okay. All right. Offering the magic shots on on board. They also had a super Um, cute one on the back of the ship. So they would have you look to the side and it was the different Fab Five characters in their sailor outfits doing something funny. They're super cute. Yeah, they really were. They were adorable. Love that. And it was fun on ours because, like I said, we got on the ship on Halloween. So, so many people were dressed up or wearing Halloween outfits. And I think people were just so ready to get out. It was fun seeing all, Mm -hmm. all the people. So, at supper, it's like 
I mean, nearly every table was dressed up with either Halloween t-shirts or costumes. Um, Pirate night was the same way. You know, you saw lots of pirates, (laughs) but it was just fun to be able to do that again. I will say the one thing, the only thing in the course of Robin's four nights and my eight nights on the sailing that either one of us was bummed about was that there was only trick-or-treating for the kids. They didn't allow the adults. I was going to ask you what they were doing for Halloween. um, You know, kind of that up there on the the deck 10, they had, the kids went up with their bags and were able to trick-or-treat around and march around the the deck. Um, But the adults were not a part of that. And Robin and I are big kids, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was the one thing that we were a little bummed about. But I mean, other than that, we really... We took advantage of everything. We were, you know, trivia and we have Mickey medals because we won trivia. And and we, you know, we made friends with one of the singers on board and we really had such a great time. Was the man. Yeah. He sang everything from Bon Jovi to Eric Clapton to Toby Keith and Willie Nelson. He was great. To Bob Marley. Yep. We had wow. such he, a he was fun great. time. So what was his name again? You broke Keith. up a little bit on that. His name was okay. Keith. Yeah. Okay. He was great. Hmm. He he was new and you could tell, but he was loving life. Yeah. And every time we would walk by, he's like, come on in. So then we felt obligated every night to go see him. <laughs> right. But I really have to tell you, there really wasn't a cast member that wasn't thrilled to be back. I mean, they were just <clears throat> so excited to be back. And, and the level of service that you get on a Disney cruise is just above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we really, we were so excited to be able to talk to the cast members and kind of, you know, welcome them back um, as well as them welcoming us back. You know, so yeah, it really was. It was an amazing experience. And it was kind of fun because there were a couple from the dream that we recognized. John, that was our head (laughs) server on the dream, was on the magic So we visited with him. And then Franklin, he was our uh, cabana boy. (laughs) And so... (laughs) One of our servers at Castaway. We saw him a lot serving. And so it was kind of fun to see people and ask him, you know, which ship they had been on before. And so that was fun. And also wow. on Halloween night, they had Mickey's Masquerade Ball, and the Fab Five characters came out and danced and sang. It was a dance party. Super cute. Mm-hmm. We that really enjoyed cute. that. So did you guys dress up for Halloween? Did you wear costumes? I wore my Halloween shirt. I let Robin do the dressing up. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> I, I had my Halloween shirt and candy corn ears on. Robin went full Ursula. <laughs> oh, awesome. It was great. I still like that um, the one you did with um, for Corilla. Oh, yeah, that was the best. Um, so, um, so we're actually just about done, I think. Um, I have a couple of questions left. Oh, okay, go ahead, April. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so... What was included on the cruise? What did you have to pay extra? So you ate amazing food. I'm sure you tried a few beverages. What was included with the cruise price? Uh, So that's one thing that I I have to say Disney does amazingly well with. Um, We, the cruise inclusions are just fabulous. Um, You know, most other cruise lines, you have to purchase a soda package and juice. And, um, you know, really they, they include, um, sodas at the fountains, at the um, the buffet area, and at all the sit-down meals. And there are soda fountain machines throughout the pool decks. Um, so all of that is included. Your juice is included. Uh, you know, if you're going to go to a bar and order a can of soda or order soda from um, room service, you're going to have an extra charge because it's different. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, like, that's all included. Um, the only things that we really paid for were Robin's. Um, Robin paid for the photo package. I paid for a smaller photo package for Katie and I. Um, and then uh, some alcoholic beverages. Um, but I have to be honest, the alcoholic beverages on Disney Cruise Line are extremely reasonably priced compared to a lot of other 
um, vacation destinations that I've been Mm -hmm. to. Um, so, and then they have the drink of the day, which is always, um, more reason, even more reasonable price wise. Right. Um, so really, I mean, it was any port adventure that you do, um, whether it's on Castaway or in Nassau or any of the other ports that you visit, those are additional photo packages are additional. Um, you can bring a case of bottled water on with you. You can bring a couple of bottles of wine with you that you cork it dinner or in your room um if you wanted to purchase the bottled water you could do that as well on board um but i mean if you have room in a carry-on bag throw a case of water in your carry-on bag uh you know so really we we were very pleasantly surprised at how little you could you would have to spend we did Mm -hmm. i did purchase the um the wi-fi package because um, Katie was still had some school stuff and I wanted to stay in touch with clients. Um, but really that was, it was Ford adventures, a couple, you know, some alcoholic beverages and the Wi-Fi package. Great. Room and, services included. Like it's, it's fabulous. And did you, do you know if there's a corking fee? Cause I know there are some places where you bring the, you can bring your wine in, but they will charge a cork fee. Um, I, we bring ours and, and do it. Um, I want to say there was a small corking fee, but okay. I didn't bring mine to, um, to dinner. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You can purchase a wine package. Yeah. You can purchase a wine package. They have, um, premium wine package and signature wine packages. So you can, you know, mix and match your wines and they bring a new bottle at dinner every night. Um, but if you bring your own, you know, it, it's, just as easy and simple so sure and you're allowed up to two bottles okay is that new the wine package i don't remember that being there before but i'm not a wine drinker so uh no they they have those on um on all the sailings you do like a three or four bottle package and um i guess technically they they try i guess they can allot a, a bottle a night if you go over it they just you know borrow against the next night if you leave some in the bottle you can use it the next night as well um, mm-hmm. and then if you have bottles left at the end, because you already purchased it, uh, you can bring And how did gratuities work on board? So gratuities are additional. We, Robin and I prepaid our gratuities. Um, you, at the, the night, the last night of your sailing, um, you get a pull apart sheet, like little different strips of paper, um, that you put in each envelope for the, um, the head server your server, the assistant server, and your cabin host or hostess. Um, and if you prepay those gratuities, you take your paper, you fold it, put it in the envelope. And we we did um, give additional gratuities to our server and um, assistant server and cabin host. Uh, they just were fabulous. Um, so we did do that. Uh, so they had their prepaid gratuity slip. And then the additional gratuity in each envelope. And you just give them to them at the end of the night. You leave your cabin host um, in the room on checkout day. And then you either give to your servers and, and your wait staff uh, that last night at supper or the next morning at breakfast. Nice. All right. And then probably the million dollar question that we get asked by many people who are thinking about a Disney cruise isn't a Disney cruise just lots of screaming children running around? Like you really wouldn't go on it as an adults only trip, right? Um, I would go on it as an adults only trip eight times, eight to 10 times before I went on it with my kids again. (laughs) 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 Um, We, we actually had a a long talk about that uh, while we were on board and it was fabulous because (laughs) Disney really does a great job um of in the meals at your you know your dinners uh at your set dining times mm-hmm. um of kind of they don't separate you but there are clumps of adult only tables in some areas and so you're not always surrounded by all of these children and then there are um adult only areas of the ship there's adult only pool area there's the spa which is adult only um and then there are adult only um, bar kind of, you know, club areas, not club areas, but bar areas that you can go to and have a couple of drinks that are totally adult. Yeah. I mean, I found when I was on the cruises that, you know, yes, there are kids, there's kids, you know, most places, 
but there's so many places that you can escape, like you're talking about that. I, well, I didn't and, find and, it to be. Right. And let's be honest. If you're a kid, do you want to hang out with mom and dad? Or do you want to go to the kids club where you can be in Andy's room or in the millennium Falcon or Pixie hollow? Right. Um, you know, I go there and play games and, and be part of all the activities before I had to hang out with mom and dad again. So, <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, the kids club on a Disney ship is like nothing you've ever seen. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't know why you would see your kid again until you have to force some kicking and screaming to leave the kids. Club. I have, I mean, but I mean, now it's where you have the two hour limit limit. That's tough because before it'd be like, they right. literally could check in in the morning and be there all day. But and my so son has done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I say still to this day, that they need to have adult hours for the kids club. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. There's so many fun things in there. We would all just have such a blast. Yeah. And that's a nice thing on, you know, when you first, did they have the open, open houses when you first walked in? Cause I know historically they won. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So you could go in, walk around and, and check it out. Obviously it was less people in at one time and you know, you'd, you'd have to wait a little longer to, to get in and get through. Um, but they were great. I mean, they still had their rigorous hand washing. Um, that was another thing before you entered any of your meals, mm -hmm. uh, you either had to sanitize or that wash your hands in the hand washing station. So who do you think would be the perfect person to, to sail on Disney cruise line? Like, you know, how would you, how would you match it up to someone who's, who's the perfect? Yeah. Um, I would have to say, I don't think that there's, there are many people who wouldn't enjoy themselves. Um, that being said, um, I feel like for, you really can't go wrong, whether it is an adult only. I mean, we, we saw people on their honeymoon and we saw multi-generational families. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's so much for so many people to do and it's Disney levels. And that to me speaks volumes for the experience that you're going to have. I think the um, biggest thing, though, is if you have somebody who is the casino type, this is not going to be the place for them. Correct. Right. There's no casino. There is no casino. Yeah. There is no casino. Um, and, I mean, we really, you really do. Like, it's Disney, Mickey, Minnie. You know, you're there and you love it. We found that in on the Magic, we were more immersed in Disney than we were on the Dream because the ship was so significantly small. Hmm. Um, so there was not, you know, you were more compacted in and, and you would see mm -hmm. more of the Disney stuff because you were, um, in a smaller area. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the dream, you're not as in your face Disney. Um, so there are some people who are, I want to go on a cruise, but I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I'm in Disney world. And I would, I would probably say to them, I would put you on the dream. Um, but if you want to go and you want to see your characters and have the amazing shows and, and do all that, there's, there's no better place to go. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that I can think of. Um, we do have a little PSA to do at the very end when we're, when we're done asking questions. Okay. Um, we seem to have somewhat lost Robin. Um, I yeah, know she's that she's having some technological challenges. It seems. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, okay, so I think we're pretty much had everything um, that I can think of. Um, I need to get on a Disney cruise. I know. I know. Oh, I'm ready we to go one, back. We have one scheduled for March. We'll see. So, so I'm ready. Okay. Well, we do want to thank you, ladies, uh, for that. Thank you for having um, us. Um, okay, so. Um, do you want to do a quick PSA because um, we do want to make sure that people understand a little bit the importance of gratuities. If you think about servers in restaurants at home, um, they live off of those tips. So please don't think that gratuities are not important when you go on a cruise ship. They definitely are. Um, these folks work really hard and they really are living off of those gratuities. So we do want to ask you to please remember to be considerate about those. Um, and then, um, you know what I mean? And, you know what I mean? Just, they are, you know, out to sea away from their families for long periods of time, working long hours, and we just want to make sure that they're taken care of. So please do consider, you know what I mean, to um, still give those 
gratuities and, and be nice to those servers. They do work hard and they do a great job. They work so hard. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts before we finish up? Uh, book a Disney cruise. No. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Okay. So uh, we do want to thank you all for listening and thank you to Chrissy and Robin for joining us today and have a great night. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your dreams And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on social media. We're under Main Street to the World on both Facebook and Instagram. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast, your gateway to the wonders of travel. We hope you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. And this sucks. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the Main Street to the World podcast your gateway to the wonders of travel. We, we hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new destinations and unique experiences. April, Whitney, and I certainly thank you for listening today. If you're ready to embark on your own unforgettable journey, remember that Coasts and Castles Travel is here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the magic of theme parks, the luxury of exotic getaways, or the thrill of cruising, our expert team has you covered. Visit our website at www.travelcnc.com to discover a world of travel possibilities. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode filled with travel tips, destination highlights, and inspiring stories. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Main Street to the World to share your thoughts, experiences, and suggestions for future episodes. Thank you for tuning in to Main Street to the World. Until next time, keep exploring, keep adventuring, and keep making memories all around this incredible planet of ours. Safe travels, all!